لكم وأتممت عليكم نعمتي ورضيت لكم الإسلام دينا وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم المسلمون كرجل واحد إن اشتكى عينه اشتكى كله وإن اشتكى رأسه أو كما, أو أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم <تصفيق> السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته Respected brothers, elders in Islam, respected ulama kiram Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed us and granted us a perfect deen, the deen of Islam, this religion of Islam that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has granted us is perfect in every aspect. Allah ta'ala himself has mentioned, Allah ta'ala revealed to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam on the occasion of Hajjatul Wada' on the day of Arafah. Al-yawma akmaltu lakum deenakum. Today I have completed and perfected your deen for you. وَأَتْمَمْتُ عَلَيْكُمْ نِعْمَتِي I have completed my favor, my ni'mat upon you. وَرَضِيتُ لَكُمُ الْإِسْلَامَ دِينًا And I am pleased with Islam as your religion, as your deen. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has granted us a perfect deen. And the demands of perfection is that there is guidance for us in every aspect of our lives. A deen which is a way of life, a way of conducting ourselves financially, in a social life, in dealing with a person's family, in dealing with others, in how a person dresses, in a person's belief, in every aspect of our deen, of our religion, there is guidance for us. In one such aspect we will, which we will find abundance, guidance, abundance of guidance for is this aspect of the Muslim Ummah suffering and enduring losses. Globally we find that the Muslim Ummah is suffering as we are well aware of. So even in this day's guidance for us, found in the Quran and the Hadith of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam, there is abundance of guidance found for these types of matters and these types of affairs. And this type of thing, wars, battles, was something found from time immemorial. That is, from the beginning of time, this has taken place. So in the Quran and Majid, we will find abundance of guidance. We will find virtues for the people who suffer in these type of consequences and these situations. And this is something that happened to the Sahaba Kiram, Radiallahu Anhum, the Ambiya of the past as well. As we are well aware, the first major battle of Islam was the Battle of Badr. And thereafter, the Battle of Uhud took place, in which the Muslims suffered greatly. Seventy of the Sahaba, Radiallahu Anhum, the great Sahaba of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, were martyred in this battle. The uncle of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Hazrat Hamza, Radiallahu Anhu, he also was made shaheed and his body was mutilated. And there was not even enough kafan and shroud to cover his entire body. So the Muslims were persecuted and suffered greatly in this battle. And naturally, they were saddened at this. So many of their close, near and dear ones had become shaheed, martyred in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Quran Majid, in Surah Ali Imran, as well as other surahs, Allah ta'ala consoled the Sahaba radiallahu anhum for the losses that they had suffered. And this is a lesson for us, not just the Sahaba radiallahu anhum, but the Quran Majid is for every time, every period, every era. So this is consolement for us as well. That when suffering is taking place, both in a person's personal life, when a person goes through some difficulties, when a person experiences, for example, some accident or some person passes away, or on the global scale when the Muslims are suffering, we will find guidance in the Quran Majid. So amongst these verses in Surah Ala Imran, the first of these chain of series of verses, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions, Rather Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions, <coughs> Do not lose heart, do not grieve. You will be dominant. You will be victorious. So these are, this is the first of the series of verses 
that do not grieve, do not worry about what is happening. Antumul alone, you will be dominant, the Muslims will prevail, the Muslims will rule in kuntum mu'minin. But the condition for this is that in kuntum mu'minin, if you are true believers. So this is the condition Allah Ta'ala has placed in this verse and as well as in many other verses. Allah Ta'ala has promised those who believe from amongst you and who do good deeds. Allah Ta'ala will make them the vicegerents, the rulers of the world. Another verse of the Quran, Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala mentions that Allah Subhanahu Allah Ta'ala says, we will most definitely help the messengers, the prophets, as well as those who believe. So Allah Ta'ala's help is going to come to the believers. But the condition for this is that we have to be true believers. Every command of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala and every sunnah of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has to come into one and all. And then Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala's help will come openly. And this is a common theme which we will find across the Quran and Hadith. Allah Ta'ala's help will come when the believers will become true believers. True believers in the sense of the word that every command of Allah, every sunnah of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Nevertheless, we find even in the Battle of Uhud, what was the reason for the Muslims suffering this, uh, this loss that they had faced with many of them becoming martyrs? Outwardly, it was these archers that had left their position. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam had commanded them to remain there and due to some misunderstanding, they had left their position. And such was the ill effects of even leaving out a command of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam mistakenly that it caused the Muslims to suffer defeat in this manner. So we find that again in every sunnah of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam there is great bar barakah, there is great blessings and the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be with every command of Allah and the sunnah of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Thereafter Allah goes on to mention that know very well if you have suffered some losses, some injuries, some, some wounds then the enemy has suffered as well. These days of victory, we alternate them between the people. And this is the system of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is not that the Muslims are always going to be victorious. Otherwise, there would be no question of Iman. Every person would become a believer when they see the Muslims are always winning. Allah has made it a system and there is great wisdom behind the system of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yes, even in losses, sufferings and people becoming martyred, there is great wisdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In the verses thereafter, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala goes on to mention some of these wisdoms. The first wisdom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will come to know by means of this suffering, by means of these losses, who is the true believer amongst you. And Allah ta'ala will, will cause a distinction to come about between who are the true believers and the munafikin and the hypocrites. When a person will undergo these difficulties with patience, understanding it is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, keeping the virtues in front, then he will not mind going through these difficulties. He will understand that there is a greater objective to our lives. The akhirat is forever. This life is very, very short. Mata'ul gurur, enjoyment of a deception. When we go into the akhirat, one will ask the other that, Kam labithtum fil How long did you stay in this world? We stayed in this world, the entire dunyawi phase of our life, the entire life that we lived, compared to the akhirat, it's just a day or a part of a day. So when we keep this in front, then whatever difficulties and sufferings we are going through, we will understand that it is very, very short-lived, short-natured. Nevertheless, the next verse Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions, وَيَتَّخِذَ مِنْكُمْ the second wisdom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions is that through this suffering, through these difficulties, through these battles that take place, 
will take some of you as martyrs. Allah Ta'ala will grant some of you the rank of a martyr. And this is something that we cannot even imagine the rank and the status of the martyr. That before the martyr, even his blood touches the ground, before his blood touches the ground, he is forgiven for, from the side of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Once the Sahaba radiallahu anhum asked Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa that why is it that everyone is put through some questioning and some difficulty in the grave except for the martyr. The martyr does not experience the suffering and difficulties of the grave. So Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa replied, Kafa suyuf ala fitnatan. That it is sufficient for them that flash of the sword over their heads that is sufficient as a punishment and as a test for them now that they are in the grave they will not experience any difficulties another hadith nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam mentions <coughs> regarding the the martyrs that lamma usiba ikhwanukum yawma uhudin that when your your brothers had undergone this difficulty and had been afflicted this way in the battle of badr and had became martyrs then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ja'alallahu arwahahum fi jawfi tayrin khudrin Allah ta'ala placed their souls in the chest of green birds like like a pilot driving a flying a plane for our understanding so Allah ta'ala places the souls of the martyrs in green birds taridu anhar al-jannah they go to the various rivers of jannat ta'kulu min thimariha they eat from its fruit and enjoy its blessings wa ta'wi ila qanadila min dhahabin mu'allaqatin fi dhill al-arsh and they take rest under chandeliers made of gold hanging beneath the shade of the arsh of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the martyrs, as soon as they, as soon as they passed away, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala elevates their rank and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives all their sins. In fact, one hadith mentions that مَا يَجِدُ الشَّهِيد مِنْ مَسِّ الْقَتْلِ إِلَّا كَمَا يَجِدُ أَحَدُكُمْ مِنْ مَسِّ الْقَرْحَ that a shaheed does not feel any pain when he is passing away except to the extent like an ant or a small bug biting a person. Just that amount of pain the shaheed experiences when he is passing away. So they are in a better place and this is the one of the wisdoms of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, putting the believers to test like, through tests like this is that Allah ta'ala grants them the rank of a martyr. So when the, the souls of the martyrs are given this type of reception from the side of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Jannat, then these shuhada, they asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and this appears in a hadith that may you balligo anna ikhwanana anna ahyan fil jannati nurzak li Allah yazhadu fil jihad. And who will convey this message to our brothers that we are in Jannat, we are experiencing such great favors, such great bounties, and nurzak, we are being sustained from the side of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And what was the reason for the question? Li Allah yazhadu fil jihad. Who will inform our brothers about this so that they will not lose heart and not give up waging war and jihad for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They will not become discouraged. They will not lose heart and lose hope. Rather, they will proceed in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ready to give their lives. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala replied, I will convey this message to them on behalf of you. And thereafter, these verses of the Quran were revealed. Do not consider those who have passed away who have given their lives, who have become shaheed in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, amwatan as being dead. Bal ahya'un inda rabbim yurzakun. Rather they are alive in the court of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yurzakun being sustained with special sustenance from the side of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the martyr is given a, a very a very special type of life from the side of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Although their bodies will remain here, their souls are transferred into Jannat. 
Thereafter, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions, Farihina bima atahumullahu min fadli. They are pleased and they are enjoying the bounties of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which He grants them. And they are rejoicing over those people who are in the world still who are to come to join them. That there will be no grief upon them and they will not fear. They are enjoying and rejoicing over the bounties of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the fadl, the bounty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And over this fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will never destroy the good deeds of a believer, will never destroy the actions of, of the believers. So this is the virtue of a martyr. And this is one of the wisdoms of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala putting the believers through these types of trials. And thereafter Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continues, Allah mentions the third wisdom of the Muslim undergoing sufferings is that Allah Ta'ala forgives sins by means of this. Some people Allah will grant him martyrdom. If not, then to a person's sins, all of his sins will be, will be forgiven. And the fourth wisdom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions is by means of this, Allah Ta'ala destroys the believers, exterminates, eradicates the disbelievers. Now, outwardly, we cannot understand this. It seems that the non-Muslims are overpowering and dominating. How is it that they are being destroyed in this manner? So, the Mufassirin mentioned that through Allah Ta'ala granting the disbelievers dominance at, at, at some times, then they become bold and more brazen, and they become more oppressive on the believers, as a result of which Allah Ta'ala destines that now these people will be destroyed. And we know that day is coming when in these very lands, Dajjal will be killed by Isa alayhi salam, and the Isa alayhi salam and the army will destroy all these disbelievers and Muslims and Islam will be dominant. So this day is coming as promised in the hadith. So nevertheless, what we find, what lessons we can take from these hadith and these verses is that even in losses, there is great wisdom from the side of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In a person's personal life as well, in a, collectively the whole ummah, when a person is undergoing difficulties and he bears it patiently, then this will be a means of elevating his rank very, very greatly. The hadith mentions, when Allah Ta'ala loves a person, then he tests him. And a test for a believer is good, as the hadith mentions, that, that very strange is the affair for a believer. Every situation for him is good. If good conditions come to him, then he makes shukr to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this is good for him. And if difficult conditions come to him, he bears it patiently, this will also be good for him. In fact, one hadith mentions, The people of ease, the people of comfort, the people of luxury, on the day of Qiyamah, when they will see the huge rewards given to the people who went through difficulty. The people of ease, when they will see the huge rewards given to those who went through difficulties, they will wish if only our bodies could be cut up into pieces with scissors in this world so that we could also get some of these great rewards. So this is the rewards Allah subhanahu has kept for people who go through difficulties and for people who undergo suffering and are persecuted. And this is something not new as we have mentioned. From time immemorial, the Muslims have gone through difficulties and this is great. there are great wisdoms in this from the side of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. One such incident Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in Surah Buruj. As we all may hear this very commonly. Allah ta'ala mentions about Ashabul Ukhdud. The people of the trench, these people... It, is, it was in a place, Najran, that is in the south of Saudi Arabia, close to the Yemen border. There was this nation, 
and we, the time does not permit to go into the entire incident, but a young boy had brought Iman, and the king had tried in all different ways to try and kill him, and he was not successful. And then this boy had told the king that if you want to kill me, then you need to take an arrow and shoot. But as you are taking the arrow, you need to say, Bismi Rabbi Hadal Ghulam, in the name of the Rabb of this young boy. And the king had done this and he had passed away. This young boy had given his life as a result of which the entire nation, that entire city, that entire tribe, all of them had seen that the only way that this king had killed this boy is through saying the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And all of them had brought iman. And as a result of, was, of this, this king had decreed that now trenches be dug. Ashabul Ukhdud, these people are called the people of the tre of trenches. They had dug these pits, Annaridatil Wakud, filled with fire which was being fueled continuously. Annaridatil Wakud, Idhum Aliha Kurud. And they were sitting and they were watching what was happening there. These these enemies of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala were watching what they were doing. They were they were they were witnessing what they were doing. It was not something by chance, rather intentionally they were doing this. Thereafter they had thrown these people, flung them into the fire and the Mufassirin mentioned over 20,000 people they had killed in this way by burning them alive. One hadith, the, the hadith mentions that there was a mother and a small child and this mother naturally she was fearful of being thrown into the fire and this, this, this young child had spoke in infancy and had mentioned Ya Ummah Ishbiri fa'innaki ala al-haq. Oh, my mother, you bear this patiently because you are on the truth. So even though a person is outwardly giving up his life, he is outwardly being thrown into a fire, but he is on the truth. He is on haq from the side of Allah subhanahu wa taala, and this is just going to be a short period of suffering, as we mentioned, just like a ant biting a person. Thereafter, his enjoyment is starting. So thereafter, Allah says, "Wa minhum." The only reason that they had taken revenge from them and they had, and they had persecuted them in this way, illa ayyubinu billahi al-azizil hamid, is that they believed in Allah subhanahu wa taala. This was the only crime that they had committed, and this is the same thing what we find happening globally today. The Muslims are being persecuted because we are holding fast to the to the deen of Allah subhanahu wa taala, because we are believing in Allah subhanahu wa taala. Thereafter, Allah subhanahu wa taala consoles the believers again by mentioning His power, by mentioning His greatness, al-aziz, the most mighty, al-hamid, the most praised. The one to whom all kingdom belongs of the heavens and the earth all belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah ta'ala is well aware of whatever is taking place. Allah ta'ala is witnessing everything that is taking place. So this will serve as a consolement that no Allah ta'ala is in total control of everything. Allah is watching every single move. That's not even a leaf can fall without the permission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So just to, to compare what is the power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to one small bomb, the scientists mentioned that the greatest or the biggest nuclear bomb that the United States ever detonated was something by the name of Castle Bravo. Castle Bravo was the title given to this bomb and it created, it made a crater two kilometers wide by 75 meters deep. Such a huge bomb, two kilometers wide by 75 meters deep was, was the crater that it created. And scientists mentioned that in the sun, every second 15 billion times of energy more than that is released every second in the sun so can we imagine the greatness of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala compared to the greatness compared to these small bombs that they are that they are blowing up and and blasting the muslims with the lesson for us is this that allah ta'ala is in total control of everything our job 
And the job of the entire ummah now is to turn back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Tubu ilallahi jami'an ayyuhal mu'minu la'alakum tuflihun. Turn back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so that you, be, you, so that you may become successful. Allah ta'ala grant us tawfiq to understand that tests and difficulties are not something to fear. Rather it is something through which Allah ta'ala will raise the, the status of the believers. And martyrdom is the highest rank. And these brothers of ours who are undergoing these sufferings, may Allah ta'ala alleviate their sufferings. But it is not something to lose heart and, and, and lose hope and become uh, despondent about. Rather we should keep in mind that Allah is in total control of everything and there is great wisdom of Allah subhanahu wa behind these sufferings. أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حي على الصلاة حي على الصلاة حي على الفلاح حي على الفلاح الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله الحمد لله القائل والذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات أولئك أصحاب الجنة هم فيها خالدون فنحمده حمدا كثيرا كلما يحمده الحامدون ونشكره شكرا جميلا كلما يشكره شاكرون ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله أما بعد فيا أيها الناس أوصيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله فقد فاز المتقون ويقول الله عز وجل يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وكونوا مع الصادقين وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم اتق المحارم تكون عبد الناس والله سبحانه وتعالى يقول وبقوله يهتدي المهتدون وإذا قرئ القرآن فاستمعوا له وأنصتوا لعلكم ترحمون بارك الله بارك الله لنا ولكم في القرآن العظيم ونفعنا وإياكم بما فيه من الآيات والذكر الحكيم أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم
الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهدي الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله أرسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا بين يدي الساعة من يطع الله ورسوله فقد رشد ومن يعصيهما فإنه لا يضر إلا نفسه ولا يضر الله شيئا أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك وصل على المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات وبارك على سيدنا محمد وأزواجه وذريته قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أرحم أمتي بأمتي أبو بكر وأشدهم في أمر العمر وأصدقهم حيان عثمان وأقضاهم علي وفاطمة سيدة نساء أهل الجنة والحسن والحسين سيدا شباب أهل الجنة وحمد أسد الله وأسد اللهم اغفر للعباس وولده مغفرة ظاهرة وباطنة لا تغادر ذنبا رضوان الله تعالى عليهم وعن كل الصحابة أجمعين الله الله في أصحابي لا تتخذهم غرضا من بعدي فمن أحبهم فبحبي أحبهم ومن أبغضهم فببغض أبغضهم وخير أمتي قرني ثم الذين يلونهم ثم الذين يلونهم ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعذكم لعلكم تذكرون قال تعالى فاذكروني أذكركم واشكروا لي ولا تكفرون الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله هيا على الصلاة هيا على الصلاة هيا على الفلاح هيا على الفلاح قد قامت الصلاة قد قامت الصلاة الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله straighten the sufuf stand shoulder to shoulder fill in all the gaps الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين سبح اسم ربك الأعلى الذي خلق فسوى والذي قدر فهدى والذي أخرج المرعى فجعله غثاء أحوى سنقرئك فلا تنسى إلا ما شاء الله إنه يعلم الجهر وما يخفى ونيسرك لليسرى فذكر إن نفعت الذكرى سيذكر من يخشى ويتجنبها الأشقى الذي يصل النار الكبرى ثم لا يموت فيها ولا يحيا قد أفلح من تزكى وذكر اسم ربه فصلى بل تؤثرون الحياة الدنيا والآخرة خير وأبقى إن هذا لفي الصحف الأولى صحف إبراهيم وموسى الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر 
الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين هل أتاك حديث الغاشية وجوه يومئذ خاشعة عاملة ناصبة تصلى نارا حامية تسقى من عين آنية ليس لهم طعام إلا من ضريع لا يسمن ولا يغني من جوع وجوه يومئذ ناعمة لسعيها راضية في جنة عالية لا تسمع فيها لاغية فيها عين جارية فيها سرر موضوعة وأكواب موضوعة ونمارق مصفوفة وزرابي مبثوثة أفلا ينظرون إلى الإبل كيف خلقت وإلى السماء كيف رفعت وإلى الجبال كيف نصبت وإلى الأرض كيف سطحت فذكر إنما أنت مذكر لست عليهم بمسيطر إلا من تولى وكفر فيعذبه الله العذاب الأكبر إن إلينا إيابهم ثم إن علينا حسابهم الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر <تصفيق> السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله الحمد لله رب العالمين ولا عقبة للمتقين والصلاة والسلام على سيد الأنبياء المرسلين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وأصحابه وبارك وسلم اللهم أعنا على ذكرك وشكرك وحسن عبادتك اللهم لا مانع لما أعطيت ولا معطي لما منعت ولا ينفع وذا الجد منك الجد اللهم أنت السلام ومنك السلام تبارك يا ذا الجلال والإكرام سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يسكون سلامنا المرسلين والحمد لله